0: Alright, so today we're going to do the book of 2 John. It's a very short book. It's only 13 verses long. And so I hope that when you guys got a chance to read it ahead of time, that you notice some really interesting patterns and or themes that have been really prevalent in all of John's writings from this gospel to 1 John, now into 2 John, there seems to be just a very common theme to all of his writings. So I'm really interested to see if you guys have kind of picked up on that as we go through. So the heading in my Bible uh, says, walk according to his commandments. And I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. Does anybody else have a different version that has maybe a different
1: heading? Mine says, uh, greeting. Yeah, mine says greeting. Greeting. All right.
2: It
0: doesn't have a heading. Okay. What versions do you all have? H-C-S-B. The C-S-B? Okay. Christian Standard Bible. It's a good... Same for you, don't
1: you? The C-S-B, Bigger Print. Nice.
0: <laughs>
1: what yeah, do you have, Mom?
2: New International. What was, what was the
1: question? I
0: we'll don't a study Awesome. Bible. Just what the heading is on top what? of... Uh, I do study Bible. the so second not Why
1: does this be It it's bigger print. Well, it
0: says it's the elect later. Your elder.
1: print is like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a study Bible.
0: All right. So let me get started. Um, Let's read. Let's go ahead and read down through. And if someone else would like to read it in a separate, if someone else would like to read it in a separate version, that's fine. The elder to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth for the sake of the truth, which abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us. From God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. That's quite an introduction. I was very glad to find some of your children walking in truth, just as we have received commandment to do from the Father. Now I ask you, lady, not as though I were writing to you a new commandment, but the one which we had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning. That you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves that you do not lose what we have accomplished, but that you may receive a full reward. Anyone who goes too far and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. The one who abides in the teaching, he has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house, and do not give him a greeting. For the one who gives him a greeting participates in his evil deeds. Though I have many things to write to you, I do not want to do so with paper and ink. But I hope to come to you and speak face to face, so that your joy may be made full. The children of your chosen sister
1: greet you. As usual, I struggle, that's why I love discussing, I struggle with certain things that are said. And I struggle with, if anyone comes to you and does not bring his teaching, um, do not greet him or bring him into your home, which is verse 10, for the one who greets him shatters his evil as well, works as well. You know, we... uh, here, here's where my struggle is, and I know I'm missing the boat on something, is where you know, are we not here to also help people learn the truth? If this person is not bringing the truth into our home, then is it not up to us to help this person seek the truth?
0: So you're getting started, Joe, on the, the first section there about what do we learn about the people in the story, about ourselves? I'm down in verse 10. Correct. But for our discussion sheet, that's kind of what you're applying this verse to. But what we learned about ourselves. Oh.
1: Right? Well, I think, you know, I can actually kind of sort of apply it to myself. Right. Because as a person who was not not a believer, I didn't, you know, I had to, I don't say I had to be convinced, but, but, you know, I've had people talk to me and help me see the right way and learn the right way about Christ and God. I had to because I had distorted beliefs and my distorted belief I possibly in the past when talking to others have put, passed that distorted belief on to others also. So as I'm learning the truth, then am I to be, not, you know, that's a character, you know, that's something I may have done in my past is be the person who is, I hate using the term antichrist, but if I, if I didn't know the truth, I didn't know that I didn't know the truth. I didn't know I was living lies.
0: Seth, did you want to speak to that?
3: I uh, was gonna say. Um, I don't think it's a command. I think it's a warning. If, if that means anything, he's because it's. He's basically saying. I mean, it's it's a fact. Anyone with, I mean, you you surround yourself with somebody who's not the same. You know, someone who's got more worldly views than you, it's you're bound to, you know, make a mistake or sin with them, basically. Um. Okay.
0: Mom, do you have
2: anything to add? Uh, my question, when I read it, as far as like what I learned about the people, yeah. Um, it seemed like he, and I could be completely misinterpreting this, but he had a need to remind her about their mission of love. Mm. Was there something going on that he had to, that he felt the need to send the reminder, you know, for the love commission? You know, was something starting to creep in and thus he gave the warning about the, the people coming to the door that you should be wary of? Um, Yeah. So I guess my question was, what was happening in the lives of those people that he felt the need to send this letter of, Encouragement to stay the mission, be aware of what's going on, um, and what influences you're hearing. So that was that was what I was wondering.
0: And it was really interesting how he connected that piece to the answer is found in Christ. The answer yeah. is found in Jesus yeah. by abiding in the teaching of God. Is where the answer is between all those the, all of those points. Yeah, so that was good. That was good. And you angel.
4: I think it was they were more talking about like beware of like false prophecies and prophets okay. you know like because um, I know that in this day and age there are people intent on trying to mislead people
0: there's you know so many things
4: to look up to these days yeah okay. <laughs> a lot of warning signs you know like, like for example like the teachings like yeah yeah you know if you don't follow God and commandments and you you know you're going straight to hell and, and stuff right it's like that's just not a a doctrine of God is love you know what I'm saying it's, it's, it's like it's exactly you know you shouldn't be afraid of God if somebody teaches that that you have to be afraid because God will condemn you and you know you just have to make up your own mind and you know read the Bible and what it actually teaches not about a fearful God but a loving God right.
0: Yeah. thank you Angel Ciro do you have anything to add? no problem Sarah?
3: it does seem pretty contradictory because you know Jesus himself went and um, you know, ate with Zacchaeus, the tax collector, right? Like, he was actively doing bad things, stealing from people, um, you know, but yet he went in and had dinner with him, right? I mean, I guess he didn't invite him to his house, right, because he just didn't have a house, but, like, he still did go and socialize with him, which is exact opposite of what this is kind of talking about. Um... So, you know, like which one is the right way? You know, I think that what was it last week? You know, we talked about um, the idea of you know, like like there's there's sins that are that are lead to eternal death, right? And then there's sins that don't. And I think maybe that this is kind of what that's talking about, where it's like you know, you see the people that you know are on the path to not to you know not being um not righteous. good people right like they're purposely yeah. and repeatedly choosing to do the wrong thing and yeah. maybe that's what they're talking about and like those people you should distance yourself from not necessarily people that you know like in your case joe like you didn't know right some of this stuff but you weren't purposely you know, repeatedly doing things to try and harm people.
1: No, it wasn't out of mouths.
3: Right. Right, there's a the difference, in my opinion.
4: There are people that are very good and manipulating other people. You know, other people that they don't know. But some people actually can be manipulated to believe some of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yes. So, so to flip it around, so when I'm learning the truth, was I then being manipulated by somebody who knew the truth and teaching me the truth? No. Uh, it depends on what you define it as manipulation.
0: So, to so to, to kind of like you know to add to add something to this, there there's one thing I want to bring up to you, and that is when it's when it talks about if someone comes to you teaching. Verse 10. Well, let's read it. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching... Well, let's ask the question. Which teaching? Okay? Well, let's back up to verse 9. Anyone who goes too far and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. The one who abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. So let's ask the question. What teaching of Christ? is it talking about behaviors is it talking about deeds So
2: I've come to show you the Father was his teaching
0: John 17 verse 4 through 6 lays out Jesus' primary mission which is essentially I have as the Message Bible words it I have I have displayed in detail the character of God so if anyone comes to you teaching a different picture of God a, a false view of God something that doesn't look like Jesus then what John is saying is don't give them a platform to speak. Don't give them room to share their teaching. now to your point Joe, if I'm coming to you to teach you something, a good teacher is also a great learner. They have an open mind to learn okay but there are many 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 teachers that aren't like that. They're coming to you to teach you something. I'm teaching you something and they're closed off to learn anything because they are solidified. I know the answers. That's why I'm here to teach you. So that's what, I, that's what I believe John is talking about. Someone who comes to you claiming to know what's going on, but they're teaching something that is different from what Jesus taught specifically. And they don't have an open mind to learn. They're here to teach you guys. And John is saying, don't give them a voice. Don't give them a platform. Don't allow them to come and speak in your church. Because he uses the strong words, "this is the antichrist," "this is the deceiver," and Satan is the father of lies, which means his influence is not from God. So, who speaks in that way? So that's you know that's kind of how I kind of understand understand that to be. Does that make sense to you guys?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So, like moving on to the second portion here, God's goodness revealed in Jesus. You know, what stands out in this passage about the kind of person God is? What is Jesus revealing? Or how, how is God interacting with us? Or how are we to... You know, what do we learn about God in this passage? Who would like to go first? There's some really interesting things to, to keep in mind. There are some, some comparisons made between Jesus and the Father verse 9 specifically the one who abides in the teaching has both the father and the son there's also some interesting things in here about the commandment which we heard from the beginning in verse 5 that we love one another
1: reaffirming and confirming the command to love to love says you must walk in love Walk in
4: love.
2: It stood out to me that the people in this story are friends. They're friends, they're believers, they um, learn and worship together, they um, encourage each other, they look out for each other. Um, Yeah. Community. Yeah.
0: the faith belief community okay do Angel do you have anything to add to that what we're learning about what we can learn about God in this in this passage what about the idea in verse 9 I want to bring you guys back to that real quick and let's just let's just walk, while y'all are thinking getting some ideas together where it talks about the person who abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. What is that? What is what is what do we learn about God from that? You have both the Father and the Son if you're abiding in the teaching of Jesus.
1: I think I think obviously, you yeah. know, Jesus being God in flesh, you have to remember what Jesus who Jesus is. And what he did when he was on this earth amongst us—that he was bringing the word of the Uh Father—and you know, there was a human flesh, a human kind, a real person that you could reach out and touch, teaching us, and not just you know, know, the the thing of I've never met God, I've never seen God. So uh, I think it's 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 just that you know, God was among us in flesh. Okay, and I think it's uh, something that you need to. You know, God was not a God was not afraid to be me, He'd be one of us
4: and he did it. And to him, all the people that he associated with, <laughs> they were his children. No matter how sinful they were, he was always reaching out to them to try to save them, yeah, to, what sa- to save his own children.
0: What about in John 14 where where Philip asks Jesus, can you show us the Father? And Jesus responded, Have I not been with you so long that you don't know me yet, Philip? If you see me, you've seen you know the, father. the Father. And later on he says, I and my Father are the same. Yes. And so John makes this point here in this passage that if you are if you are abiding, which what's another word for abiding? Um, listening, listening, following, in relationship, dwelling, right? Being focused oh. on. I, I like, personally, I like the word unity, being united with, Yeah. right, in unity with. So if we are in unity or united with the teaching of Jesus, which is revealing God's character and understanding, like you said, Mom, earlier, show me more of the kind of person you are.
3: Yeah.
0: Then John makes that point that we're not only in <clears throat> unity with Jesus, but we're also in unity with the Father as well.
4: And I think that's what the apostles' promised, uh, problem was Mm. or most of them that they weren't seeing God they were seeing Jesus
0: that's right they had like a misconception about
4: right it's like you know we're walking with God but then they will think well we're just walking with a human you know apostle or something uh, like a prophet we're walking with a prophet they will see Jesus you know like more like John the Baptist would be instead of just walking with God so
2: is an affirmation too that that we can have a relationship with the Father?
4: Amen. You
2: know, he he's always been portrayed as this person that we can't have that one-on-one relationship with. Um, you know, we have to have somebody in our place. That's right. But Jesus Himself says, "You can go directly to the Father yourself." And and um,
1: Unattainable, unreachable.
2: Exactly, he's not there. The yeah. father is actually our father. We can have that relationship with the father. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Mom. Seth, do you think? What you say? What do you think? Well,
3: I mean, I, One aspect is that, you know, he's not a pushover. In the sense that, like. You know, I think we we look at, oh, you know, we're supposed to love and we're supposed to, you know, accept people. And that doesn't mean that, you know, we should or that he, you know, will allow people that are misrepresenting him or, you know, nor we should allow people that are misrepresenting him to be leading others. Love does not equal just allowing somebody to do what
4: they want to do. Right. Right. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think in the history of this world, people have used love to actually corrupt people. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, I had a, I had this comment or this thought that I was thinking on this week about their um, love motivated interventions. ...versus self-motivated interventions.
3: Mm-hmm. Difference. Yeah.
0: Huge difference. And so if it's, if it's self-motivated intervention... ...then you will do things in people's lives... ...to stop, let's just say, the symptoms... ...because they annoy you. Right? My baby's crying, it's bothering me... ...so let's give it a pacifier to shut it up... ...because i getting bothered by it's crying. Right? A love-motivated intervention would say, would sacrifice my own feelings and emotions to say, yeah, I know this is bothering me, but I have the the maturity and the self-control to manage my own emotions and feelings to figure out exactly what's the root of the problem. Why is this baby crying? What's actually going on with it? And you won't stop until you get to the root of that problem. And so, like you said, Angel, I think that so many people have just corrupted this entire understanding of what love actually is. Yeah, they're not actually achieving anything that actually creates healing. They're not making things better. They're not making things better. And so So to have, so for John to talk about, and this actually leads us right to our last part about, you know, when we seek the healing and restoration of our own hearts and minds, love is the key, isn't it? Love is the key for restoration of our heart and mind and it's not just love what makes me feel good it's to have an understanding of how love actually functions and works so what do you guys think you know moving on to our third topic here um, considering what we've learned and what we've been talking about what challenges are you facing this week that will you can apply this to your life to grow and change. Joe, you want to go first? Go ahead.
1: Sure, first and foremost, or you know, mostly is I know I'm kinda of harping on this verse ten, but the fact that we gotta be careful who we talk to and make sure we don't fall for lies, which could then turn us into creating and sitting and spreading lies. Right. Um, it's so easy to manipulation. Is, you can be manipulated so easily with a, with a word or with a gift or with a treat or whatever. You know, we're human beings. We 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 have a we have the ability to fall for anything at any time. Yeah. And um, you know, just praying to God for strength and you know, keeping them in our heart and you know that God is truly there. That that person misrepresenting misrep- God. You know, we'll pray for that person too, and hope that they're going to learn the truth also, um, because it's you know, the truth is out there, and you know, like I said, I didn't always know the truth or believe the truth in my heart. I, I had other truths, and uh, but it's just just being careful of the the one that's that's standing around the corner waiting to, you know, kind of the. A little devil on your one shoulder and the, and the angel on the other shoulder, one whispering in one ear and one whispering in the other. You know, that's a struggle which I have, which I do have. But you know, that's, again, that verse, that verse 10 is a really powerful verse in this whole reading. It's cool. It really is because it's, have I lived it? Have I been it on both sides of the coins? Have I lived both sides of the coins? Yeah, and I can admit that, but sticking with the truth is, sometimes we don't want to know the truth, because it's easier not to know the truth, and it's, it's a tough pill to swallow, but it's also a liberating pill to swallow also, because it will heal us once we know the truth, we accept the truth, and we live the truth.
0: Thank you, Joe. Mom?
2: I like verse eight. And it kind of segues into nine. Watch out that you don't lose what you've worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Um, anyone who runs ahead and doesn't continue in the teaching doesn't have God. Um, sometimes, I, th- those of us who might struggle with some anxiety, mm. you know, uh, we have a tendency to get anxious about things. Um, but, you know, scripture tells us to just Be still and know that I am God. Don't run ahead because then you might miss or lose the blessing, the reward that I have on the other side. You know. Right. um, Just to hang on to his love, trust him, um, stay the course, stay the path that he has lined up before you. So that kind of stuck out to me.
0: Thank you. Angel?
4: the like like answering um, Joe's concern is you know the good news is that the more we walk with God the easily it is to discern between the false doctrine or what we've been you know our journey uh, being with God and knowing Him you know because we're we're doing the work so sometimes it's very easy to Tell apart when somebody's trying to me- mess with your mind. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, no, that's that's not what I what I know of God to be. You know, it's, it's as as you delve more into the Bible and and walk more with God, then you can easily tell apart when somebody is trying to manipulate you.
0: You know or not? So. thank you Seth we're, what we're focused on there is our third section considering what we've learned in this passage what is God calling you to change this week
3: uh, I think it's still from the lesson from last week I think it still applies but it was trust
0: before. trust what kind of statement this last week so what's the key what is the key element in uh, being able to trust another person more
3: the, uh, wait, what? Heal? Yes,
0: what is required for you yeah. to trust somebody more a um, sense of who they are That's exactly right you have to get to know who they are the more you get to know them the more you're able to decide how much more fully you can trust them or how much you can't sure. so if you want to trust God more then your goal is to focus on get to know who. That's what Mom was talking about earlier too. That's right.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, I think um, for me, it's it is the change that I think I need to make this week is focusing on is the kind of person that I'm demonstrating also the kind of person that Jesus demonstrates. In other words, Seth, you made a comment, I think it was last week or the week before, we talked about God is, you know, who God is is revealed through us. And that was really profound. And so for me, it's, it's just focusing on being united with what Jesus was teaching, which is the truth about God. And he asks us to do the same as well. There's that uh, lyric that comes to mind of the the Christian song that's often on the radio. um, Let them see you in me. Let them hear you when I speak. And that's just such a powerful, powerful lyric, I think, that kind of sums everything up nice. Yeah. Well, next week, we're going to do the book of 3rd John. And 3rd John, don't panic, is also very short. Yeah, I The book of third John is a total of 15 verses. So we'll, we may plan on reading the whole verse and for those of you who will be listening to this later on as well, go ahead and read the book of third John and we might we might just pick a section out or, or something like that. I'll let you guys know ahead of time for that. Um, another announcement is March 19th. We're going to have a corporate gathering, so we're going to get together with the Downtown East Church and all be together and have some music and a big celebration, and that's going to be great. And March 26 we're going to start the book of 1 Corinthians, so we have some new notebook journals and stuff like that to hand out for everyone as well. So um, I would say watch announcements on the Facebook page, um, as well as on our text thread about those upcoming announcements, so that being said, let's... Let's have a word of prayer. God, thank you so much for this discussion that we had for this time together. I pray that you will reveal to us more fully and more clearly the kind of person that you are. So that as we focus on you and as we fix our eyes on you, uh, we will be changed to be more like you. Our trust in you will grow. Um, guide our, our conversations, our co-workers with our co-workers and our family and our friends this week. May we live our lives accurately demonstrating the kind of person that you are. We pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Yeah.
2: <coughs>